Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we pick up in Mark chapter 9 with verses 14 through 29. Right after the transfiguration of Jesus, which was witnessed by three of his disciples, he returns to the rest of them to encounter another crisis. There's a huge crowd already gathered, an argument going on with the hypocritical scribes and a demon-possessed young man. And when they saw him coming, they flocked to him to see what he would do. Have you ever had a day like that? Right after experiencing a spiritual high, the world throws every problem at you that it seems like it can muster. How does your faith hold up in crisis? Is it strong? Is it weak? Do you often wish you had more? Do you ever wonder if God is able to do something like the father of this boy did when he asked Jesus, if you can do something, will you? And Jesus keyed in on that word, if. If I can, don't you understand who I am? What does that say about your faith? Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, I Do Believe, Help My Unbelief. Now the father had mentioned that the son was mute. Here we're told also that he was deaf, made deaf by and mute by this spirit. So think about this, on top of it all, on top of watching the suffering of his beloved only son, this father has for the lifetime of the son been deprived of communication with him. At least most normal communication. Surely they had, you know, signs, do you want, do you want some bread, etc., etc. But, oh, how sad it is. Now he's come to Jesus. The deliverance is at hand. And would you notice that Jesus tells the demon, come out of him and do not enter him again. Why would he add that? Well, because if you read Matthew 12 and if you read Luke 11, you know that Jesus warns that a demon cast out of a person can wander for a season and then return with others even more evil if that person doesn't come to faith. If the heart is just empty and there's a void, the demon can fill it. So Jesus in his, is in essence by saying, go away and by the way, you can't come back. He's in essence behind the scenes here saying that the Father and the Son have saving faith. They're really coming to Him in faith. Well, this especially cruel demon doesn't go without one last fit of rage as he leaves, verse 26. After crying out, and remember, the boy is a deaf mute. So this isn't the boy. This is the demon using the boy's body to make this noise. After crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions, it came out. And the boy became so much like a corpse that most of them said, he's dead. They thought the demon had finally won and killed the boy. Now, of course... Jesus again does exactly what you would expect. Verse 27, but Jesus took him by the hand and raised him up and he got up. 
It doesn't say it in the text. I bet he said something like, Dad, I love you. And can you, the end of that horrible suffering. But as glorious as that is, the deliverance from the demon is not the point of the passage. How wonderful for the boy, how wonderful for the father. But it's all allowed to happen in order to teach everybody else there about faith. And it's recorded in the Scriptures to teach us about faith. Now you can be very sure that the embarrassment of not being able to deliver the boy while the scribes were yapping at them in addition to all that made those guys pretty attentive to what Jesus had to say when they were alone. And that's what brings us to the conclusion of the lesson. Verses 28 and 29. When he came into the house, his disciples began questioning him privately. Well, how bet? Why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot come out by anything but prayer. The disciples had done it many times before, but they had just been commissioned by Jesus. They were there preaching the gospel. They were focused completely on what Jesus told him to do. And now, in this random situation, they couldn't do it for this boy. Now, this kind, he says, cannot come out by anything but prayer. There's two ways to take this kind. Um, You can take it in a very general sort of a way. This kind of situation needs prayer. In other words, you'll never cast out a demon apart from praying. Um, That that is a legitimate way to take this. And I I actually probably lean that way. But you can also um, say this kind includes the implication that we know is true. Some demons are more powerful than others. Some demons are more wicked than others and more difficult than others. Jesus alludes to that in Matthew 12 and in Luke 11. We know that when demons are described, same as with angels, that uh, terms like military ranks are used for them. So, you know, maybe he's saying... You know, once you get from, you know, private first class demon to sergeant demon to major demon to captain demon, you know, it's going to take more work. There may be an element of both there. But I think what he's saying is, guys, the father came up and said, my son has a demon and you just snapped into action. We got this. I wasn't there. Why didn't you pray? Why didn't you call on My Father, you know that I do only the bidding of my Father. Do you want to be any different than that? Do you think you've got it all figured out? Do you think in your own wisdom and your own abilities you can handle all of this stuff? Remember, it's a lesson about faith. What did he call them? He didn't call them weaklings. He said, oh, unbelieving, unbelieving generation. The disciples needed to learn something vitally important. You can't go on the momentum from your last victory. You can't go in your own strength. They neglected to pray. 
They needed to learn, and this is the first of this series of lessons, that they needed humble, earnest prayer. That that's critical to seeing the power of God work through you to do His work. Now, what should we do with this? Uh, We know of no demon-possessed children here today. Don't ask those serving in the twos and threes. They may be tempted to... No, 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 that's that's not true. We don't have anyone here who is asking for miraculous deliverance from a cruel, unclean spirit, but yet this passage is here for us. Do you get the lesson? Do you believe? Salvation is by grace alone. You can't do anything to help it. It is brought to you by faith alone, not by any of your works. It is in Christ alone, for the power is only His and the sacrifice was His. It is for the glory of God alone and it's based upon the Scriptures alone. Do you believe? Now, I, I know pretty much everybody here, if not all of us, you believe. Is your daily attitude like the Father here? Lord, I, I do believe Help my unbelief. I trust you, but honestly, Lord, I don't see my way out of this. I, I, I believe you, Lord, but what? What next? What do I do? What do we do? How are you going to provide here? I do believe. Help my unbelief. In other words, do you realize that you need God's help and God's mercy and God's grace just as much now as you ever did? If you've walked with the Lord for for 60 years, you are just as needy today as you were the day you first believed. All things are possible to him who believes. That's how you can do the will of God. Do you take the time to pray before you act, so easy to become prayerless, especially in a world like ours where we don't live at the level of immediate need most of the time. Oh, how easy it is to think that you have a situation under control. I think I told you how I spontaneously prayed my first day that I was ever out of the country and I was going to go speak to a bunch of pastors, and I hadn't been one for a year yet. And uh, I was the expert, though, because if you're more than 100 miles away from home, and if you need a translator, you must be an expert. And I woke up that morning, and I just said, Lord, I'm yours. And I left the sentence open. I'm yours, and... And what I meant was, I believe. Help my unbelief. Please, do what you will through me. Do what you will around me. I do believe. Help my unbelief. Father, we pray along with that little boy's father. We believe. Help our unbelief. Help us to, help us to stand firmly in Your grace and, and by Your mercy to see You do through us and around us so much more than we could ever ask or think. Thank You for teaching us the way of faith. Help us to learn the remainder of these lessons from our Savior, in whose name we pray. Amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.